The Art of Relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted. No use in full or partial is to be used without written consent from Greg Dzinski or The Art of Relationships. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome everybody to Wednesday Night Hump Night, Art of Relationships Radio Show. This is your host, Greg Dzinski, also known as, uh, I should say, aka Master G, uh, talking about expectations this evening. And I forgot to check the box. This is the show, most shows are explicit because of language and maybe content, so please keep uh, your kids locked away or ears uh, taped shut or something. So I want to hit on that. It's been a long day. Hopefully everybody's doing well after the Labor Day weekend. And we're into hump night. Okay, going to talk about relationships, expectations, and also maybe your sexual expectations, okay? We're going to do both. I'm going to cover the first half of the show with the relationship aspects and going to hit the sexual aspects at the second half. Hopefully everybody's uh, first week of school is going smooth so far, those out there with kids. And what else? Make sure you check out my website, the art of relationships.guru. Check out my Facebook, also Art of Relationships, and also maybe under my name, Greg Dzinski, as well. So go ahead, check those out. Like my page, the radio show page on Facebook. You can listen in on tunein.com now, as I mentioned, here at Spreaker, sorry, or both their phone apps. Okay, join me live chat. Also, Give me a jingle at 586-840-8608. I'd love to hear from you. Hopefully everybody's doing great. And we're going to jump right into expectations about relationships. This has been, oh my God, an ongoing situation, ongoing complaint of a lot of couples. And they sort of have a blank look in their face when I talk about you know, what are your expectations for your relationship? They look at me like, huh, duh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, they talk, they might, you know, their expectation, of course, is having a happy, healthy, horny, maybe relationship, maybe marriage. But the ins and outs, the guts of a relationship, a lot of them, they don't talk about. They have no clue. And I hit on all these during even doing a premarital counseling, if you will, uh, even pre-moving in. I've done a bunch of clients with that. They want to make sure everything goes as smooth as possible. Again, there's no guarantees, but I want to hit the nitty-gritties about relationship expectations. You know, you look at 
number one aspect that has to be talked about in any relationship are boundaries, right? You know, are we exclusive? Are we in an open relationship? One wants to be swingers, the other one doesn't. Uh, you know, commitment. That all entitles boundaries. You know, how committed are you in that relationship? And it's huge. You know, everyone talks about those are the easy ones, right? We're not going to date anyone else. We're not going to cheat. All this stuff, okay? Even in open marriages or open relationships, uh, swingers, bisexual couples, there's boundaries. You need to talk and discuss, you know, what's going to work for me, what's going to work for you, and what's going to work for the relationship. And I hit on, you know, the crucial elements is, if it's good for the relationship, you do it. If it's not, simply, you don't do it. Um, The gray areas, you better discuss, because the expectations, oh, I think it's cool, it's not a big deal, but it might be a big deal to your significant other, your partner, okay? These are expectations, you know. What do I do if I don't think it's a big deal? Ooh, okay. But my partner does. Do I go with, oh, it's not a big deal to me? E, I would probably flip it up a little bit. And if it's a big deal to your partner, you better discuss it, okay? That is huge. And that's part of the expectations. Now, what are we going to do if we disagree? If there are you know, mixed expectations or different expectations, how are we going to handle it, right? You know, with arguments, disagreements, what are we going to do? Are we going to call each other names? Are we going to rip each other apart, belittle, criticize? All these aspects, you know, you take for granted. And a lot of people don't really know until the shit hits the fan. Then it's like the wedge builds in, the distance ensues, name-calling, bashing, criticizing, all this comes in, but you need to talk about expectations, okay? At least, how are you going to handle disagreements? How are you going to handle arguments? And in the, the heat of battle, if you will, it's maybe easier said than done when you're pissed off, when you're angry, when you're hurt, and maybe your heart's ripped apart because you feel like you're not respected, not important, you know, you're not loved or desired, so you get angry, you're, you know, your heart bleeds, if you will, and your emotions take over, and, you know, you look at, what are we going to do, how are we going to handle those expectations, so one of the, you know, I wouldn't say the exact first thing I hit on, but in the top, maybe three, during the first session, I hit on, what are your expectations? Because I want to get you guys on the same page. Not that you have to agree with everything. We all know that's boring and impossible. But you look at, what is it going to take to be on the same page, even with disagreements? How are we going to handle disagreements? The expectations of that, you know, of the relationship. We need to talk about that. Um, with kids, you know, what are our expectations about parenting? How are we going to handle discipline measures, okay? How are we going to handle that? One wants time out. One's more passive. One's wants to spank. Well, you know, what expectations are you going to have and how are you going to discuss those? Money. Oh, my God, right? Money and sex. Everybody argues about that. Just like what? Sex and politics. But... You know, money, everyone assumes money is power, right? And what happens if you have collected 
expectations about how you handle money. Okay, we live together. How do we handle it? If we're married, you might have expectations where, okay, all the money goes into one pot and it's our money, right? Ooh. Then you get an expectations of people getting into a relationship or a second marriage after being in a first marriage and getting burnt, you know, getting financially burnt for whatever reason, they're not going to be so apt to say, okay, all our money goes in together. Now, again, there is no right way, no wrong way to handle the situation. So what, what, what works best for you? I apologize, tripping over my tongue a little bit. But you need to work out what works out best for you as an individual and what works best for the relationship. You know, you could have with money, right? What are your expectations? Okay, this is my money. I'm not going to get burned. I work for this. This is my money. I work for this. The other partner says this. Okay, can we collaboratively have one pot? That's the household bills, rent, mortgage, utilities, groceries, whatever, you know, in that one pot, and we contribute equally or whatever works for you, percentage basis, all this stuff, and then maybe a separate, you know, savings account, and then whatever's left over, whatever, that's his money, her money, you know, doesn't matter. Whatever works for you, but those expectations need to be laid out. I don't care the best diagram and put them in writing. That way they're clear. And you can't go back on, he said, she said, we said this, and it might not be so. You have it in writing, and they're clear. There's no confusion. So, you know, it sounds petty. It sounds childish. It almost sounds like a business or legal contract. But let's face it, when it comes to money, we all know some people get very vengeful, very... um. Their kind intentions go out the window when the emotions come high, especially when someone's pissed off and anger. So, you know, I'm all about, you know, writing it down. How are we going to handle this situation? You know, and I'm all about being flexible, right? That means if you have it written down in paper, that doesn't have to be written in stone for the rest of your lives together, okay? You can be flexible, but at least have the expectations to be flexible. You know, if it's not working, we can change it. You know, you get so many, oh, we agreed on this. We agreed on this. Well, what worked for you when you're 18 or 20 might be different when you're 40, right? So how are you going to handle this? Going back to, you know, parenting and aspect, what are your expectations of kids? Ooh, right? You want one. He wants Five. Oh, and you thought I was going to say ladies want five and the guy only wants one. Not always. So, you know, how many kids are you going to have? Oh, you just maybe fly by the seat of your pants, right? And what happens with expectations? Say you both agree to have three kids, right? And you have one kid and, oh my God, you're up every night for a year. Uh, kids colicky, maybe puking up. Uh, breast mute, formula, whatever, will that change your mind on having three kids? Maybe, maybe not. This is where I say about being flexible. And what are your expectations if you agree? Yeah, we agreed on three kids, but now, after the first one, or if there's, you know, 
you know, heaven forbid that there's pervasive developmental issues, cognitive impairment goes on, birth defects. Is that going to sway your aspects? I hope nobody has that, but this is reality. And is that going to change your expectations about parenting? Oh, we'll have another one. It'll be perfect. Ooh, what happens if that has birth defects? You know, and there's severe aspects. Um, these are real issues. And what are you going to do? Um, how are you going to handle those situations? These are, you know, the real life, the meat and the potatoes, the guts of relationships and how they roll, how they work, and how they, you know, integrate the two selves into a we. So you have to hit on the expectations of the relationships, you know, right after. Right at the get-go, if you will. You know, what your expectations are. People do that dating, right? What are your expectations? Do you want to date multiple people? Or do you want to just date one? Uh, you best be up front. You best be on it. I'm not about telling people what they want to hear. Say your expectations are one thing, but you really love this person and you're selling yourself out and all of a sudden you flip the script a year, two years, three years into a marriage and no, I really wanted this. I was just afraid to say it. You know what? That's not cool. That's not being mature. And I talked about emotional maturity the last episode, last Wednesday evening. So you need to be mature and be upfront, no taboo topics, talking about the expectations, right? You know, and what happens also if, you know, when you do have kids' expectations, what are your expectations? Does one want to stay home? Do you both want to work? And there's no right way, wrong way about doing that. Um, it's all what works best, <clears throat> excuse me, for you and, like I said, the relationship or the marriage, Okay, what are your expectations? Do you want to move? Do you want to live in state? Um, you know, what are those? What if expectations, oh my God, I run into this a lot too. Say one of the partner's families wacko, chaos, toxic, and the other one's, okay, fairly normal, whatever that normal means, right? They're healthy, we'll say that. You know, and the one with the whack, chaos, Toxic family wants to still, you know, his or her family is whacked that way. And they still want to stay in contact, try to be close. Now what happens when you have kids? Ooh, what are your expectations? And that's going to wreck at the heart, right? If they're healthy, terrific. But if they're whack, toxic, chaos, maybe a bunch of addicts. They're not healthy. They're always bombed, drugged out, whatever. Do you want your kids associated with that? <clears throat> and, you know, one partner, even though they're a family, ee, um, your heart might bleed. You still might want to meet those, you know, expectations and have your family proud of you. But if they're toxic, how are you going to handle that, right? And are you going to do, are your expectations good for your past, your parental family, Versus your nuclear family about your new family with kids. And are you going to endanger your kids ooh, emotionally? Or can you f flip that around look at, this is what you don't do. You know, you see grandma, grandpa over there all drugged out, drunked out, um, slurring all over the place. You don't want to be like them. So, you know, you try to be positive. And can you 
flip that around a little bit and use as a deposit. These are expectations that you need to talk about and how you're going to handle it. And I'm all about, you know, if you decide in a relationship and have kids or that needs to come first. You know, I'm all about that. You don't give your biological family, parents, whatever, they're not equal with your relationship anymore. And if they are, it's going to create havoc. So you need to talk about, digest the family dynamics and work work best for you and that you are the core. Your family, your new family now is the core. And those expectations need to be discussed and clarified, okay? And it can't be a control freak. It needs to be, you know, an open, honest discussion and hearing each other's opinions and being empathetic about, you know what, I know how hard it is. I know you love your family, even though they're whack, crazy, you know, whatever. But I know it's hard for you. However, is this a healthy environment for our kids to be around? Is it a healthy environment for us to be around? And those are expectations that need to be met. Or Matt, I'm sorry. My uh, tongue's flipping all over the place and not in a sexual manner right now. So um, I'm going to take a quick break, hopefully uh, get my tongue in shape and take a little breather. And I'm going to be back with the Art of Relationships show. Talking about expectations and relationships, and in a bit, I'm going to hit on the sexual expectations, okay? Upcoming shows, the new movie is going to be coming out, the Fifty Shades of Grey movie, right? And all the flack, all the stories behind that trilogy, uh, with the movie coming out, what are you expecting? And do you think it's gross, perverted, or hot? You know, the ravishing, the chase. We're going to get all into that in the next show, probably Sunday evening. And I'm also going to talk about, probably next Wednesday, uh, I told you I promised about bringing back up with teens and maybe bowling aspects and problems in school. Now the school season's back in full force for most of us around the country now. I'm going to hit on that on Wednesday evening. So, I'm going to take a short break. Remember, you can... Give me a call, 586-840-8608. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, everybody.
Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, uh, specializing in relationships and sexual challenges. Downtown uh, Mount Clements, Michigan, give me a call. Check my website out, please, starterrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U. Talking about expectations and relationships, and I cover quite a bit of areas um, this evening. Make sure. Give me a call, 586-840-8608, and you can also join me on live chat. I appreciate everybody uh, checking in, listening in this evening. Um, Now, the relationship, I talked about boundaries, how to handle disagreements, arguments. Maybe not how to handle them, but how are you going to handle them? What are we going to do? Our expectations, if we're pissed off at each other, or our feelings are hurt, are we going to be able to fight through it, what are we going to do, how are we going to handle it, and our expectations uh, for that. Also about money, tends to be a big power trip, and also a huge, huge issue for a lot of couples out there that creates a lot of heartache, a lot of headache, and a lot of tit-for-tat battles, okay? And I suggested right before the break, you know, write write them down. It sounds childish, corny. Write them down, record them. You know, everybody's got recorders on phones now, whatever. You can say, here, this is what we agreed on. Or, you know, we talked about this. You know, don't throw it in their face. We agreed on this. You don't want to bash because, like I said, true confidence, you can admit when you're wrong, right? You can admit you screwed up. You know what? I'm sorry. I was thinking we did this. We did that. You don't have to throw it in each other's face, right? So, you know, what is good? What are the expectations for your relationship? They're huge. You know, write them down. I get them. You know, I get clients in here, so they become more out of you concrete, and they get more clear. You know, like I said, I'm huge on being flexible, and you evolve. You grow as a relationship evolves, so you do what's best for the relationship now, but doesn't mean it's going to apply a couple years, a year, five, ten years later. You reevaluate, right? So you be flexible. But write stuff down. It's clear. And there's no, uh, what's the word I want to look for? There's no confusion. Sorry about that. <laughs> there's no confusion as, you know, what was said. It's clear, concise, and you deal with it, okay? Here it is. This is what was said. There's no confusion, no excuses. Now, what can we do about it, okay? Um, going into the sexual entities, okay? Part of relationship expectations, let's face it, is sex. Now, how many people talk about your expectations of sex, right? The expectations of sex and I wrote on Facebook oh God, a couple months ago, maybe three months ago. I don't want couples to fall into the BS societal bullshit, I'll say it, of relationship, you know, sex and relationship, sexuality declines as the relationship goes on or matures, right? It's to be expected. I don't want couples to fall into that line of crap, okay? It does happen if you... Let it. If you allow it to happen, it's going to happen. But I want you to fight through again. You know, what's sexual expectation? Well, one person, well, you know, 
We have kids. And remember, we talked about sex is going to decline. We don't have time. We're tired because of these expectations. You know what? Now, if one person is okay with that and the other one isn't, the shit's going to hit the fan, plain and simple, right? Um, and I'm all about, you know, the expectations. If one person is not, you know, if you're not having a healthy sexual appetite or sexual relationship, you know, what's getting in the way? And I talked about that, you know, the emotional distance, not feeling loved, desired, um, ridiculed, important, taken for granted. All those aspects can kill. And that, I'm not getting in on that tonight. You know, you work that out and you talk about it, right? But what are your expectations on sex as far as frequency? Ooh. Now, are you going to just have sex so neither one of us are in the moon, but we agreed to have sex uh, five times a week. Uh, you know what? I got the flu. I'm puking my guts out. You're puking the guts out. But you know what? Last day of the week, we only had it four times. We got to do it. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. <laughs> You know, that is some people, that is just nuts, you know. Like I said, you be flexible, but you look at, you know, frequency. How often would you like sex in a relationship, you know? And, again, you be honest, you be open. You don't tell your partner just what they want to hear, right? If you really want sex three, four times a week, and your partner only wants it once, and then you say, okay, dear, one time a week. I I love that. That's okay. Don't lie. Be open. Be honest. I didn't mean to sound like a tool, but I guess I did. I did it on purpose more than usual. Uh, sounded like a tool, that is. But, you know, what are the expectations for sex and for it to be healthy, you know? And are you more adventurous? Are your expectations to be more adventurous in the bedroom, countertop, kitchen table, Whatever, living room, floor, front porch. Um, what, are, what are your expectations for how you're going to perform sex, right? What are your expectations? Do you want to be acrobatic? Is it more, you know, more just sensual, slow? What are your expectations? And it's not one that you're going to always think about picking. Ch- I don't want you to go a 24-7, you know, mind bender trying to think of all this stuff it should flow in a way naturally most of the time but it don't but you have to work on it um expectations regarding sex about initiation who is going to initiate and why you know are you expecting that your partner's gonna initiate 90 percent of the time when they don't you just don't want sex and you're not gonna do it do you understand now, do you expect, you know, uh, do you both want to initiate? Again, I'm all for that, right? All about that. You make each other feel loved, desired, and you fight through those anxieties. But are your expectations that we both initiate? If one of us is more in the mood than the other, they'll initiate. No big deal. Also, ooh, a big thing about sex. Are your expectations, if I get turned down or my partner's not in the mood... Are my expectations that I'm not going to feel loved, desired, ooh, that my partner is disgusted by me? Are those the expectations? Again, you know, those are on the emotional aspects of sex, but also, are you going to talk about it? No, when I turn, I'm just tired, not in the mood, or the scenario I gave, maybe one's got the flu, not feeling well. Um, You're not going to do that. And are you also going to expect... 
ah, that your partner is not going to just have sex to do their duty, either husband or wifely duty. Is that your expectation? Well, I don't care if you're not in the mood. As long as you're going to give it to me, I'm fine. Cool. <laughs> you know, that's not hot. That's not romantic, sensual, sexual, if you will. You know, that's sort of cold, mundane, robotic, right? There's no heart. There's no soul. There's no mind in that. So are your expectations, are they going to be that? Oh, I expect you to have sex no matter if you're in the mood or not. E. Now, you know, all these expectations regarding the sexual realm, how are you going to address these? Are you going to talk about it? And a lot of people don't address these issues until they're deep embedded in a relationship or even married, right? Oh, well, they take it for granted, their expectation. Oh, we'll work it out. We're never going to have this problem. This won't be an issue. All of a sudden, wham, bam. It's in our face. Now it's an issue. What do we do about it? Now they freak. The name calling. The withdraw. All this stuff comes in. Instead of looking at. You know our expectations in the sexual realm. And so many people. Are still view sex as taboo. Because it might be our innermost. Uh, vulnerability. Our innermost essence. And we're not comfortable with that. But how are you going to handle it. Ahead of time, before the shit hits the fan or the distance ensues, I want you to be able to discuss it ahead of time. You know, how often would you like to have sex? Some people, you know, and I've heard this from women, you know, I love sex in the morning. I love sex in the morning before I go to bed at night. <clears throat> this is from women, not men. Oh my God, sex in the morning puts a smile on my face for the rest of my day. I feel great, whatever. You know, what are your expectations and speak about them? And if one person is not in the mood, right? How are you going to handle it? Are you going to be able to self-soothe or be okay with that? You know, it's okay. No big deal. Okay. Now, if it becomes a pattern that you're always getting turned down, chances are, like I said on numerous shows, it's an emotional disconnect and you need to hit on that first. So maybe expect, ah, that, you know, when sex is an issue or the frequency goes down, that typically it is an emotional aspect. And when I talked about testosterone, you know, estrogen hormones, thyroid, all those aspects being an issue too. But first, hit on the emotional aspects. What's going on? <clears throat> so expect, you know, how are you going to discuss if there is a problem with sex? Oh, we can talk about, we can talk about, there's no issue. E, chances are, every relationship, there will be an issue, you know, one time or another, that there's going to be an issue with sex. And how are you going to handle it and talk about it, work as a team, versus creating distance and causing major, major problems down the road, okay? What about sexual expectations? What about oral sex, right? What if the... The lady, right? Oh, I uh, says, oh, I love getting oral sex, but I'm not going to suck you at all. I don't do that. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Do on to others, right? That's my own bias. I'm all about that. Or a guy, right? There's guys, I ain't going down on her. I don't like that, but it's okay. She sucks me. Um, Is that fair? E, no, right? And you look at, you know, your expectations. Also about oral sex and... 
you know, what's it going to take to be more comfortable? If you both love it, if you both, you know, with oral sex, you both like it, there's no problem. You know, what what also about um, what the man finishes? You know, what are your expectations? Does she spit, swallow? Ooh. Or none of that. You know, he might come or ejaculate, whatever, in a towel, sheet, whatever, um, and have you discussed that, or are you just assuming? Do you expect that maybe a former girlfriend, your ex-wife did that, and maybe your new girlfriend or wife doesn't? You know, do you talk about that? And if it is a problem for you, how can you ease that, you know, expectation if, Maybe work it out, try it, chocolate syrup, you know, with that. Um, How do you talk about it? How do you talk about those expectations about oral sex? What about, oh, anal sex, right? Maybe a woman loves anal sex, but a guy, husband, boyfriend, doesn't want it because he thinks if he does, it makes him gay. <laughs> Believe it or not, it it still exists out there. And, you know, I have anal sex. That makes me gay. Not at all. It's with uh, sexual orientation, right? So, you know, what are your expectations about that? Is that a no? Is it yes? Is it a maybe? All these issues, I don't want to talk about it. I'm uneasy. I'm uncomfortable. This is part of... The expectations of relationships, expectations of sex. And I'm going to bring this up. This is also about sexual and emotional maturity, people, right? Now, what about also exploration regarding sexual exploration? Um, This might kick in about, um, oh, someone on chat, Cynthia. Hey, welcome up. Um, What happens you know, about exploration, that you want to try new positions, new ways. And I talked about this right after the frequencies, you know. And this ties in, of course, with oral anal as far as positions. But do you want to try, maybe experiment in a little bondage, a little tying up, role-playing, right? Maybe the guy wants to put on the wife's thongs or something, right? Um... How are you going to handle those expectations? You know, I want to explore this. You know, what are your boundaries? What are my expectations? Are they a free-for-all? Or do they have limitations? And what are those limitations? And if you don't know, what is going to happen with... How are you going to handle those expectations when they're broken? When they don't get met, okay? Now, I got on chat... I got a husband. I'll read this off. My husband and I understand that it's okay to self-pleasure if one of us is in the mood and the other isn't. Yay. I'm all for that. Great. Okay. Now, you know, will the other person get pissed? That's a great comment. You know, great comment. I love it. You know, that we have an agreement. If not one of us is in the mood, we can have uh, my favorite talking about... um. A menage de moi. Oh, I got to laugh. I hope he's not wearing my thong. Okay, on chat. But I just threw that out there. It might be his thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in your room, bedroom, whatever. Thank God. No, <laughs> but um, what uh, happens, you know, if, like I said, you're not in the mood of uh, far frequency about, are you okay to masturbate? Ooh, 
And how many people get jealous? Oh, just because I'm not in the mood, that means you're going to go masturbate? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Is that a problem? Or do you view that as cheating wrong? Or do you view it if I'm not in the mood, my partner can't be in the mood. They can't self-pleasure. I think that's being selfish yourself, right? And I have no problem, you know, with the expectations that you can go ahead and talk about that. Go ahead and, you know, again, that's an expectation. Oh, if I'm not in the mood, I'm going to be upset and feel like you're cheating on me or you're going to make me feel bad and guilty for saying no because you beat off or you masturbate. Um, Talk about those. Those are your expectations. And it doesn't mean... They're doing it out of guilt. They're doing it out of spite. Not at all. If they are, that needs to be talked about, and that's pretty cruel, okay, when it comes to that. What am I going to talk about, um, you know, with exploring? I'm going to go back on that after about the mood, uh, if you're not in the mood and stuff, like I talked about on the text. But uh, exploration, are you into, you know, tickling? Maybe pillow fights before. Are, do you want to... Introduce more playfulness into the sexual relationship, your sexual explorations. Do you want to use, like I said, role play, right? Maybe she wants to act the boss, the nominatrix. Um, Are you okay with that? What are your expectations to explore different things? Being tied up, him tying up, right? Maybe a little bit of spanking, right? Do you want one ass... One ass cheek spank or both? Both hands, one hand, light. <laughs> you explore. What are your expectations about exploring and being flexible? It's funny. I don't want you to, you know, you script it out. <laughs> We're going to do this. A plus B is going to equal this C outcome. Um, that might turn into too rote, too boring, maybe what else. But the exploration is about, okay, maybe I want to explore this, so I'm going to talk to you about it. You know what? Maybe I'm in the mood, whatever, I want to try this. Okay? That is our expectation. If one of us is in the mood to try something new, whatever, spanking, role-playing, whatever, um, I'm going to bring it up. Okay? That's our expectation. No big deal. Right? I'm going to bring it up, and if our one partner is okay with it, fantastic. If not, then we'll just go into something else. Okay? But also, tight in exploration you know, even oral, anal, different positions, frequencies. What about boundaries, okay? What about sexual boundaries, right? And this falls into even with couples in the lifestyle or bisexual couples. You know what? We're not going to engage in this activity without being together. We're not going to do this one-on-one. We're not going to do this alone. We're going to do this as a couple, um, what other boundaries, you know, sexual aspects, I am not going to force myself or try to force you to do something you don't want to do. That's a great boundary, right? And those expectations should be clued in big time. Okay. You hit on, you know, frequencies, maybe different positions, exploration, you know, orals, anal, you know, the other sexual boundaries, and what else, the expectations about sex. You know why? I expect you to look at me, not when you're in front of me where I can't see your eyes. I don't want anyone breaking their neck, you know, the lady doing 
doggy style and trying to reach back, look in his eyes and break her neck. Not at all. <clears throat> but, um, you know, do you have expectations that I want to feel you? I want to feel not just physical presence. I want to feel your, your mental presence, your heart presence, your soulful presence. Is that our expectations? And if that's not being met, what happens? Or is it okay if one time, if it is just physical, just physical, wham, bam, quickie, you know, whatever. It's just physical because you're burning off stress, you know. Is that okay? Maybe to one, it's okay. Maybe to the other, it's not. But again, you need to talk about it. Those are all part of the sexual expectations that you need to discuss. And also, what are your expectations from the foundations of sex? You know, what is sex to you? What is sex to you as far as what does it mean? What are your expectations for sex? What does it represent? Does it represent just fun? Does it re represent physical pleasure, stress reduction? Does it represent our expectations that it's a loving connection? Maybe all those. But what are your expectations about the meaning behind sex and what it means for you, what it means for your partner, and what it means for the relationship, okay? Huge, lot of information. I am actually going to cut a little bit early this evening. That's why I'm not going to take another break. Uh, hopefully, everybody's doing good. It's going to be a little short. Been a long day, and my voice is fried. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening in, paying attention. Again, as always, you can call me, you know, on Sunday night show, 586-840-8608. Make sure you go ahead and you check out my Facebook page, The Art of Relationships. Excuse me, The Art of Relationships radio show, Facebook page, and also... Check out my website, theartofrelationships.guru. And I'm starting to work on, I need equipment. I'm trying to get funding together on that um, to get more equipment where I can do actually live radio broadcasts, but also do live video streaming as well. Again, people on chat and also callers will be anonymous as always, right? You might see my ugly mug on there, but I think it's a it's a more way to connect on a personal level doing video. And I've been doing I did a couple of video practices. They're up on Facebook, so check them out. And um, I'm trying to get, like I said, more personal presentation so you feel even more hopefully more connected, my genuineness about helping people out there. Again, the Art of Relationships radio show, my work with couples in general, it's all about you. It's all about the people. That's my passion, and I want to share that with everybody out there, okay? So the Art of Relationships show, as always, it's about you out there. I appreciate all your support, um, all your compliments and feedback I've been getting. Again, you can send me a message, private message on Facebook, uh, you know, give me insights. Um, like I said, what do you wanna? What do you want me to cover on here? This show, it's for you. Got it? So hit me up with insights, feedback. Greg, you suck. You need you need to change this. You need to change that. I'd like to hear this. You need more whatever. 
okay? Uh, more swearing, less swearing. Um, like I said, I, I'm real, I'm genuine. That's my presentation. I probably won't change, but I love, I want to hear your feedback, okay? Uh, positive and also constructive criticisms to make the show even better for all the listeners out there. Again, I appreciate people in chat. Much love. Everybody have a happy hump Wednesday night. And I'll be back on air Sunday at 8 o'clock. Everybody take care. Much love. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.